Welcome to the fourth episode of the What We See podcast. Uh, this is usually hosted by myself, Connor Donahue, and my colleague Charlie Jobson, but today Charlie is not with us. So we have another co-host of the show, a friend of the show, uh, Miss Beth Casey has joined us. Do you want to say hi, Beth? Hi, everyone. So as Beth is going to be filling in for Charlie today, uh, we do have a, another special guest, so two uh, you know, special speakers, I suppose, today, uh, who I will introduce the other person in a moment. So just to give people who might not be familiar with the show, you know, this is a business podcast of sorts, you know, with a sort of technology slant. Uh, the original aim was to give our listeners an insight into what it's like to work for one of the largest technology companies in the world and what we do in our general day-to-day world, in our day-to-day life, working life. But, you know, it's, it's, we're into the fourth episode now, and so it's the most interesting part of the podcast, I think, is more the, the human stories around our working lives and taking off the corporate mask and just showing people that we're actually just normal humans working with other normal humans and doing business with other humans. And it doesn't matter what sort of corporate badge you have on, it's just people doing business together. And out of that comes some interesting stories, hopefully. So that's the background to the show. I think now is a good time to introduce this episode's guest. Uh, He's a man of many talents, a guy I know from back in the day playing rugby in Ireland. Uh, We both played for Trinity Rugby Club, Dublin University. I won't give you any more background. I'll let the man introduce himself and give us a bit of a fun fact about you as well Shane so please Connor thanks for having me on the show delighted to be here you're four, four episodes in so right at the start of your journey so mm. that's great yeah, and as you said we know each other quite a while now I think I can't even remember the year assigned for Trinity um, 2005 six, six, six. Yeah, yeah yeah under 20s back in the day Tony Smith big shout out Tony how's it going mm. good listening famous <laughs> Tony famous Tony yeah, yeah. so um, yeah it's not today or yesterday no uh, good times and what's great is we've reconnected now mm. thanks to I suppose audio audio that's it social yeah. audio social audio so it brings that human connection I was gonna I was very tempted to interrupt your intro there when you were saying uh, the human face and yeah. humans dealing with humans until robots replace us the way technology <laughs> is going away you know yeah they can't they can't replace us entirely no yeah but yeah until, uh, actually, I saw Cyberdyne Systems. You know, I actually was in a building recently. There is a real Cyberdyne Systems. So, and this on, is you know, that's, that's, that's a, a movie reference. That's uh, the movie reference to Terminator. That's yeah, the company yeah, yeah. who created the Terminator. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's not a great company. That was one of the points I had about Shane, movie buff. So just to give people a bit of background on Shane. Shane, in today's world, is the founder and CEO of a app, a mobile app, social audio it's something that it's in the very early stages the infancy of the industry and it's doing really well so far he'll talk about a lot more but it's called lemur so i wonder if the uh, listeners have heard you mention it before well i hope so Mm, because we've put out exclusive content on lemur we've posted everything we've produced on lemur and we've had some great interactions on, on the lemur platform so it's definitely something that's only going to grow and Shane is the man the brain behind it the creator the leader 
and the man who's going to take it on the visionary the, yeah exactly going to talk all about it yeah definitely um, that's Shane's current role in a previous life Shane was also a professional rugby player for what the guts of you, I often ten, say, ten years uh, yeah Does around that like it was I suppose it was involved in the system mm. as it were for a long time like it was up right back I think I started being involved in the Leinster system around 16 you know yeah. the underage yeah. sub academy while I was mm. in uh, my first official contract was 2007 the academy okay well then that's, and then you retired what 20 yeah 25th November 2015 so there's nearly, good, 10 years. nearly 10 years decades, yeah. professional sport played with three of the four Irish provinces yeah yeah three started off in Leinster mm. Connacht went across the Irish Sea mm. played with Rotherham for a year yeah. with, with Gloucester in the English Premiership for three seasons and finished up with Munster mm. for a short spell yeah. uh, during the last World Cup and then did MMA yeah. for six months amateur MMA with a thing called 1-0 uh, 1-0 and and undefeated retired undefeated uh, I wouldn't. I won't say retired because you never know. You may. You may go back, and I would like to get back in the cage. Would you? At some stage. For our listeners who don't know what one and O is. For our listeners who don't know what one and O is. Yeah. I don't know. Just the fight record. So uh, wins and losses. Okay. So one, one win. One win, no losses. Very good. Uh, so that's it. Uh, I watched. We watched, I showed you the fight last night. Uh, I couldn't understand. It looked like it was one. It was one round. But the, did their corner throw in the towel? Oh yeah, or it, was, it was a technical knockout, so yeah, he, could, he couldn't come back out. So okay. It was, uh, but it was right at the end of the round. Oh, it was right at the end. He yeah. was the, the, You were on uh, top of him. Yeah, no, it was actually the ref. The ref, he he, he gave him uh, a chance to come out for the second round. So yeah. he finished the first round and uh, he went back. I said, no, he's done. He's not coming out again. It's too dangerous. The ref said. The ref. I don't know whether yeah. they threw in the towel or... Yeah. Uh, Ryan Spillane is actually his name... Uh, broke his nose I think that's the main reason why yeah um, but he he actually now is the world amateur champion wow he won gold medal in the uh, uh, what's the uh, international mixed martial arts federation what is I can't remember. yeah so he's he was only listen he was what 21 22 at the time yeah what age were you at the time I was 28 I think yeah. But um, I think I, th I think you know he way more experienced than me. Yeah, he'd been training a long time. He actually had held a, a heavyweight championship belt out of Wales. But I think one of the main things. Okay, I was in very very good shape. You know, professional athlete. Um, I think one of the big things that helped me win that fight was experience, mm. and not in mixed martial arts experience, just mm. being an athlete. Life experience. Life experience mm. being yeah. an athlete. But um, I from watching the fight. You came out, you know, obviously pumped up to the. I presume, I don't know how you felt, but I presume it was unlike walking out, running out onto a rugby pitch. It was a different level of because, or was it similar? It was. I it was. I wasn't as nervous before that as it would be before a rugby game. Whoa! Funny enough, because, yeah, and even that's, though it's a solo pursuit. Because you would think with a even though you team, could get killed very quickly. Well, there's that yeah, too. There is, but you know, you think you have a team, you've got some more buffer, you've got people to fall back on when it's just you in a fight. The, the way I look, I looked at it myself is it's less pressure because you're not, not letting, letting anyone down. down. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. it's totally, and that's one thing I liked about it was I've never done an individual sport at any competitive mm. level. It's always team sports, mm. and that pressure that goes with it, and mm. being part of a team. But with this, it was. It's totally in my hands. Yeah. 
and that's what I like about it and I know if I get my preparation correct here and I stick to the game plan I'm going to win yeah. and it's literally like I had unbelievable coaches and I was very lucky the head coaches um, John Kavanagh of course who's you know one of the best coaches in the world um, then there was other you know Carl Cannon was a Thai, Thai boxing you know we and then Richie Smullen who actually has a massive fight in Dublin Bellator which mm. is the main competitors yeah. UFC have a massive uh, Dublin card on with mm. under John it's kind of like mm. a revival of the, the, the UFC back in the day when Connor and all the Irish yeah. were on the scene but in Bellator this time around mm. and Richie's fighting on that card and, and I, he was our, our coach and uh, I did a hell of a lot of one-on-one sessions with him mm. extras you mm. know to to learn how to strike properly and fight properly you know? yeah, people yeah. think they know how to fight but no no it's different, it's different. It's different. what took you from rugby to MMA um, I suppose the period in my life uh, I wasn't officially in my head I hadn't retired yet mm. uh, looking back now mentally I had retired I didn't I just didn't realise it because so you had uh, the, the short spell with the Munster the World Cup cover yes that came to an end that came to an end uh, like my last season uh, the thing about professional sport and rugby in general is very very it's peaks and troughs mm. you know and I had had a hell of a lot of them and the last season in Gloucester for me was a terrible year um, you know professionally emotionally physically everything and I was kind of that was the year I kind of mentally checked out checked out yeah mm. and that was my biggest strength was my mental ability to go through anything you mm. know and once you lose that mm. you, you're done yeah you know, it stops becoming your passion to mm. a job. And it doesn't matter how strong you are, how fast you are, how skilled you are. If you've checked out, yeah. Not nothing that's, combines. That's it. And mm. I, I, I had actually did, a friend of mine introduced me to jiu-jitsu. I'm getting that pronoun. Tongue twisted. Tough one to say. Jiu-jitsu. Mm. Um, Brazilian jiu-jitsu in Drogheda. Mm. Um, the season I signed for our Connacht so you're looking at around 2010 and I did a few seconds yep. and I loved it I yeah. said this is unbelievable you know but you know professional lad of the year you can't you get that stuff. sorry I, I broke my wrist doing a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu class did you really no you couldn't you couldn't oh yeah as part of your contract no, as part of your, no yeah. you couldn't so uh, that was shells mm. and I kept an interest in UFC and then uh, it was sparked again because you know obviously the Irish connection Connor mm. started coming on the mm. scene when I was sitting on Gloucester and I remember Jimmy Cowan actually was uh, gone very well with Jimmy and he loved the MMA and I said another a rugby player okay yeah, yeah. and uh, he I said listen lads I, you know you're an Irishman in England and anytime an Irish lad is doing well yeah. you know I said listen lads Conor McGregor Irishman is going to be UFC champion yeah. keep an eye on him he's looking brilliant blah 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 and uh, lo and behold he went on to be most famous man in the world well that's it mm. yeah and uh, I took that interest with me and anyway when you know I, I was let go from, from Munster it was 50-50 whether mm. uh, I was going to stay on there it didn't happen in the end I had an agent looking for clubs for me but you know I've been through the slog yeah, yeah. <coughs> at the bottom working your way to the top and I didn't want to go through that again yeah. Yeah. you know and um, so I said, right, I made a contract, and just by you know pure chance, a friend of mine in the same day he said, "Geez, have you seen this thing Winter Warrior are doing in SPG under John Kavanagh? It's a six-month training uh, regime. You train every day, well, six days a week, 
and you fight at the end. And it's so like white collar boxing thing yeah, for well, MMA. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And uh, but a lot more. This is a lot John, more intense. Often here, John yeah. said he'd been approached to do things like this before. Mm. But you can't do that with MMA. It's just too much involved. You can't do it half hard. Yeah, do yeah. It half hard. So six months is a is a good yeah. time to to really establish mm. yourself. So. And that evening, after my friend had said it to him, my dad came in and he threw the newspaper at me with the article about women. So I said, Cheers, you're into the end, have a look at that, you know? <laughs> so I said, Probably never to... thought you'd actually do it, though. No, well, this is it. No, he, you know, he's open to it. And he, he kind of, I was like, someone's trying to tell me something here, you know? Yeah. So I applied for it, and you had to do a trial. Yeah. yeah. I did the trial, and that was ridiculously hard. I trained my ass off for this trial, you know? Yeah. Mm. And, and this is what's so important in life in general you need goals yeah you know yeah. and this was my goal in between this period. i said right i'll do this thing if i get it i'll still be super fit and if i get a contract in england or wherever i'll just be able to slot back into the rugby i'll be fit and all this kind of yeah stuff. yeah and uh so it stops you becoming complacent as well yes you massively. know you have to have something mm -hmm. and uh so i did i did the trial which was ridiculously hard and uh, the trial was all about uh, it wasn't necessarily the exercise it was how hard you push yourself yeah you know like there's people think about Winter Warrior it's mm. not for like athletes or professional rugby players mm. it's for everyone mm. so it's all levels so there's people there who who are morbidly obese you know mm. or people who suffer from depression or that and it's about a life improvement yeah physically and mentally because that's when martial arts is brilliant mm. you know you, even if you never fought mm. ever Mm. Anyone should you should do yeah. martial arts of some sort because mm. it gives you that discipline and self confidence and all this carry on. So I was doing it for my reasons was it was a goal I always wanted to try it I wanted to test myself out in that world mm. see if I could do it uh, all those kind of things and then we got that and then we did the six mm. months and had the fight at the end and that's when my lemur journey really kicked off like because I came up with the idea while I was still playing in Gloucester December twenty fourteen. Mm. You know, I came up with the idea after a conversation with my dad. Mm. Just to get, we haven't even touched on it yet. No, it's a good know. segue. Go on. Yeah, so my um, <coughs> last season at Gloucester, uh, we get very little time off at Christmas time. Uh, rugby players are playing St. Stephen's Day or Boxing Day, as the English like to call it. <laughs> don't, but, uh, don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, or, you know, Christmas Eve or whatever the case may be. So I was home, literally fly home, see the family, an evening, fly back. Mm. And I was having a chat with my dad, and my dad is very heavily involved in a thing called the Drada City Status, status Campaign, as am I, trying to get city status for my hometown of Drada. Um, and voluntary group, problem with a lot of voluntary groups, they do all this great work and no one knows what they're doing. Mm. Yep. And no one cares, unless they know. Uh, so dad was getting frustrated with this. He would write letters to the newspaper and nine times out of ten they don't get published mm -hmm. when they do get published they're gone after 24 hours and that's why traditional media is losing the war against digital and mm -hmm. digital so he says shane is there anything i can do to spread the word the mm. good word about the draw the city status <laughs> campaign and i said there is that you can make a podcast yeah and he goes great what's a podcast yeah. so this is 2014 2014 yes. were you a big Podcast? Were you listening to a lot of podcasts? I was actually. I I think I know a bit about this. You were listening to it when you were doing the painting because that's when you you were sort of out of favor, or you were injured at the time. Uh, no, not necessarily. It was I. It was around 2011, 12. I really started listening to podcasts. Yeah. And uh, one in particular, London Real, mm. uh, a fellow called Brian Rose, 
excellent point. He's built a massive empire yeah. for himself. Uh, you know, this was when he started. I think it was around two thousand nine, ten kind of period. But um, my brother introduced me to him. Yeah, and he introduced me to podcasts really, and I I started painting. Yeah, that's another another thing I do on the side. Yeah, um, shape on and designs, cheap plug. Yeah. But uh, I I and that's the beauty about audio and podcasting in general is I would paint and then I would listen to podcasts and okay. that's the beauty of audio you can multitask yeah. painting or in the gym or cooking or walking, jogging walking commuting, commuting you name it yeah ironing uh, yeah well you know it's that's what's great about it so anyway I, I was talking to dad about this and you know I said make a podcast dad and he goes what is a podcast mm. and that just shows you dad didn't have a clue mm. what it was so I explained to him what it was in very layman's terms it's a homemade radio show yeah and he says shane that sounds brilliant how do i do it mm -hmm. i said well dad you want to do it right you need headphones a microphone a laptop or a desktop editing software find the web host set up your social media account start putting that like whoa 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 too much information yeah you see the eyes glaze yeah. over yeah <laughs> and he didn't even have a facebook at this stage yeah see? so he's like um too much information not interested so he literally went in seconds from great idea to not interested yeah and that's when I got the initial seed of the idea. I says, wow, imagine if there was an app for someone like my dad or anyone who mm. wanted to create audio or a podcast instantly. Open mm. it up, say what you want to say, hit share and you're done. Mm. Removes those barriers to entry. And the term less is more came to mind. And that's where the name comes from. L-I-M-O-R. Which is a plain words of lemur animal as well. Who doesn't like a lemur? So, <laughs> exactly. Anyway, I, I took this idea back with me to the UK and. It's percolating. Sorry? It was percolating. Yes, Thinking yes. It. I took it back and um, uh, I forgot to mention as well while I was in Leinster, I went to. This is how we got in to play with Trinity through the back door. I didn't actually attend Trinity, I was a DIT boy, but uh, I did product design in DIT. Mm. But the, the coach in Trinity said. That fancy bit of shame on him. Yeah, I need this guy. Yeah, so another shout out to, to Tony Smith yeah. for that. But I uh, actually remember the first time I played against you was you were playing for Irish youths. Yes. And we was that, I don't know were we under twenties at the time, and you were youths or that was what? under eighteen. That was Irish under eighteen. And we were the twenties. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. Game, and man. it was in St Paul's. Yeah, it was some random pitch. Yeah, yeah. it was in St Paul's in, in Clontarf. Yeah and Sean O'Brien was on the team yeah, and I remember Tony the Trinity coach after the match saying yeah I'm getting next year I'm getting the number 8 and the 13 yeah you were playing 13 that day yeah well, I was playing 12 and I remember yeah cause obviously the, the lad, you were on your Irish kit and we were in our Trinity kit and I was like okay these lads obviously going to think they're pretty hot and I remember the first day because Shane was like a He's a big guy, as you can see, and well, listeners can't see. But Shane's a big guy. I'm a small guy. I was playing twelve, but whatever move, I remember clearly. You were it was like a you were like a spot runner, a decoy runner, and you were sort of running into my channel, and the ball went behind you, and I just put in a late hit on you, just and you're like, oh yeah. So, I clearly remember it's like, but this I was is, a dirty player, you know. You know yeah. but it's, it's, sad the stuff that you, yeah. I know it's things that stick in your mind. Like yeah. I'll never forget. I think it was in that game. Jamie Hagen, who went yeah. on to have a really successful career, he's still playing in France now, but he got tackled, and he used to have a massive head of hair, like Mowgli, and, uh, 
and we watched it on the video review after and it was mm. one of those ones you know when a guy completely gets wrapped by two players and just goes down like a log and <laughs> smashes his face into the ground and, and his the big hair everywhere so that's, that's one thing that sticks out in my mind from that game yeah. so, and Tony coming up to me after the game yeah, yeah. I was over the moon like you know it's, it's amazing and yeah, yeah it was great I love Trinity but uh, yeah so where were we yeah, you were uh, talking about the idea percolating percolating yeah. that's a great word isn't it um, <laughs> and went back and I was yeah as I said I, I would listen to the podcast what I paint and I would listen through your standard web hosts mm-hmm. YouTube funny enough yeah. uh, iTunes and I said I don't want my app to be anything like this because you know I don't like the user experience it's, it's nothing unique or innovative about that mm. and I said it's analog even still mm. listening I listen to podcasts all the time they're always on in our house and the experience you know We'll talk about it a bit more in detail, but skipping through ads, trying to find the place where you left off. You know, if you want to listen to something, pause it, go to another one. There's not an easy way to find your way through the previous episodes you've been listening to. You can mm. favorite things. It's like going back know. in time to 2003. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it is a bit, you know, yeah. Back to the future. And uh, yeah, so that's exactly that experience is what led me to, to Lima. I'm kind of like, right, I want to innovate the user experience make it better and give it access to people and it's like, what's a what's a perfect way of getting access to hundreds of millions of thousands of people is uh social media mm-hmm. so if you could take the best aspects of social media and audio and podcasting and combine the two mm. then you've got something and yeah. that's essentially what lemur is it's mm. the next evolution of social media into voice mm. yeah and simultaneously it's the next evolution of podcasting into social mm. yeah and like that's I think you know from being a, a lemur user and podcast fan and creator I suppose this stage uh, I get that I get that but when I, you must come up against so many like dumbfounded faces when you try and explain that to people it's like social media is photos and videos and I think you're on the cusp of it. I think you're on the wave because even when you look at how Gen X or Gen Z, sorry, are engaging, even my friends, we're all using voice notes on WhatsApp now. Twenty mm. percent of the content that's shared or documented through WhatsApp is all voice notes. So I think we're right in the cusp of it. Oh no, I, I, I completely agree. But I'd say Shane, you're constantly trying to articulate the reasons why you are starting effectively another social media platform it's like mm. people must say but you look at Facebook's billions of people Instagram same thing uh, Twitter uh, whatever that's pretty Snapchat. much Snapchat Snapchat yeah but like and people must think A you're crazy or mad or what are you doing yeah and that's uh, that's a lot of times people say what are you doing like you're mad mm. it's never going to work yeah. and um, and that's like anything I've done in my mm. career if you listen to the naysayers you'd sit mm. at home and watch TV for the rest mm. of your life you know but yeah. I think it's so funny how people have become so what's the word you know comfortable and accept like tr- Facebook and Instagram and Twitter like they're they're the perfect product or they're the perfect that's social media that's what that is and that's how we consume content like it's only bloody not even 20 years old this stuff but that's not true either because if you look at what Snapchat did they revolutionized stories and videos mm. Instagram just completely stole it yeah yeah. they had the user base they completely mm. copied it now well thanks to Kylie Jenner as well 
Snapchat's fallen off a cliff, Instagram's massive. So there's definitely ways, people are wanting to change how they engage with social media, how they engage with their friends. And we were talking about this before we came on, people want to come back to face-to-face engagement, human-to-human engagement. Yeah, and something on that sticks in my mind. My dad, uh, you need to get him on the show, is a mm. massive inspiration for me. Both my parents are, but that in terms of entrepreneurship and mm. what he did, like our background and I suppose my education and sales was we, we had a family-run business in Drogheda, okay. a, a sports shop, retail. Okay. My grandfather uh, started at Monaghan's West Street. It's gone now, but... I was on the store selling clothes when I was six years old, you know. Mm. <laughs> and you to work. Yeah, that's it. And dad's dad's journey, like he set up uh, this mad story, like in late eighties in our in Drogheda, these Chinese lads rocked up and were trying to sell him stuff and uh, for the shop, and he opened the bag and he was like, "There was," he says, "full of crap," mm. you know, rubber toys, and he said there was even dildos and stuff in. And like, what are you coming in? Mm. And then he saw a, a tracksuit, a puma shell suit, the old school mm-hmm. ladies. And he says, Geez, now that's that's uh, interesting. Do you have any more of them? Mm. He says, Yes, we can get you whatever you want. You whatever. And he says, Yeah, I'll get a. I think he said at the time, Yeah, I'll take a container of them off you or whatever it was at the time. You know, if you come back next year, next Thursday with some more samples, whatever. And he thought that was enough. They'll never come back. Mm. And of course, he come next week. He was waiting outside the shop with the. Yeah. The, the, the actually Chinese Malay Malaysian guys, Chung was his name, and uh, was it counterfeit or no? They they were actually made in the okay. factories. They had a factory out in Malaysia who produced for mm. Puma and Adidas and all that carry on. And again, he, he did the the order, and, and the boys came back. Yes, we've we've put the order through. And I was like, oh shit, what have <laughs> I done? What have I, I got myself I, into? I have to sell these things. And, yeah. Um, through the jigs and the reels he managed to to sell them I think he actually sold it to the guy who owns Lifestyle Sports ah, back in the day and sort of wholesale he, he, he wholesale thing mm. made a bit of profit off that and said yes that was good and and then uh, he said why don't I make my own brand and that's essentially what he did and he went over to Malaysia and set up a, a clothing company called Renegade and uh, he was up to at one stage he was in over 800 outlets in the UK Wow, and this is in the late eighties, early early nineties. Yeah, late eighties, early nineties. This time before, you know, I know Athleisure took off. You know, like he was fast. Mm. Well, tracksuits are pretty big. I know, but yeah. Athleisure. But Athleisure, but even technology, like mm. this is before mm. mobile phones. Oh, so he yeah. actually bought one of those big, massive brick mobile phones, and yeah. he was emailing designs to Malaysia. And if something went wrong, he had to get on. A emailing phone. or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or faxing, fax, faxing, faxing, sorry, not yeah. emailing, faxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, black and white, and had to go. And some of the stories, unbelievable stuff. But uh, so you got an entrepreneurial spirit from him. Then you'd obviously seen him do this. Yes, it's gives it's, you confidence. Gives you yeah encouragement to do it yourself. Yeah, definitely. Like my parents were their encouragement since day one, and everything they did was brilliant. Mm. And mm. Hard work ethic is. Being an entrepreneur, there's, there's there's no one answer to what yeah. it takes to be a successful entrepreneur, but definitely dad was an inspiration. And there's other Russian stories of being business in Russia and your father did the, just after the wall fell. Mm. And that, they're fascinating. Leave that interview for dad. He definitely yeah, yeah, did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he has the story a lot better than me anyway. But um, yeah, so where were we? We had the, the design of the app and I took this initial uh, concept of combining social media with with audio and podcasts and you know i knew the life cycle of a product from product design i started researching the industry and this is when i really saw a trend and mm. an opportunity in yeah. 2014 
and as you said the naysayers and the people I'm saying I'm telling you I'm telling you I'm telling you this mm. is where things are going this mm. is the future and every day every you know day week month year since then my pitch has got easier and easier and easier because the market and statistics is catching up, is catching up and yeah. backing everything I'm saying yeah but like why when you say it's getting easier again you know why is it getting easier what's what's changing out there more people are consuming podcasts more people are creating podcasts but ultimately if you're looking for an investment trying to make lemur a revenue generating product uh, what is the the vision you know where do you see it going where how is this platform this thing you've created other than the likes of me and the other users just putting stuff up there and listening consuming where well, is it's, it going to create it's, it's value? The, it's the last frontier of social interaction and big data, really, as well, because you know, you, very simply, you know, Twitter is text, mm -hmm. Instagram is images, Snapchat, mm -hmm. YouTube is video, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Facebook is a little bit of everything mm. together. But if you go, what's the platform for voice? Mm. It's not there. So there's an opportunity there straight away. Mm. And if all these other mediums mm. um, can be successful voice can be successful yeah and that's where everything is going because it's the last frontier in, in well i say there's always going to be another frontier but at the moment it seems mm. the last frontier that voice is where where it's at mm. you know this is where all of the big boys mm. apple amazon google are spending billions mm. into voice technology and we were yeah. speaking before that i was saying the company i work for sap are in the business software world are using bringing voice into SAP's technology so if you're an accountant or in manufacturing or procurement or whatever you engage with your business software via voice and say like you would engage with your Google Home yeah, or your order, order 10,000 units of X yeah. uh, show me, tell me my de sales for the last two weeks what's my margin on that product and then the system yeah. spits it back so yeah. you're yes. right that's where it's going and, and what Lemur is is Lemur is going to be the connector all of that between mm. the business world mm. that you're talking about and the consumer and the social aspect of it because at the moment technology is you have uh, you have the business selling to the customer really you know I want to buy stuff mm. or consuming podcast content but mm. actually to engage engagement yeah it's all about follow us on Twitter yeah follow the hashtag yeah leave us a review that's the most you can do and from a social perspective with the podcast right now that's it you know it's mm -hmm. like how do you and this is the thing this you look at right what lemur essentially does so great design comes from solving problems mm -hmm. and the first problem which inspired lemur was barrier to entry to create mm. podcasts yeah and create audio we've solved that problem now download lemur create your profile, hit record and share. Done. Simple as that. Yeah. Is there the opportunity to edit? Yes. Okay. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, <laughs> no, because it's important, you know? And, and, and what, what the way of design Lemur as well, ties the ethos of Lemur is less is more, and that's to do with our user experience and design as well. Um, the thing about the editing is, and this is what I love about podcasts, and we literally said just before we started here, podcasts, What's great about them is they're real, they're not interviews, they're conversations. Mm. They don't edit conversations. Yeah. yeah. And the most successful podcasters in the world don't. They don't. No. Record, talk, share. Yeah. So Lemur has editing, but it's a habit and not need it. Yeah. Rather than yeah. need it and not have it. I, I think Lemur, 
you know, just my own thoughts on lemur. I don't know if you want them, Shane. But no, I don't. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, go ahead. Yeah, He's in a sharing mood. <laughs> He's going to share. Oh, well, I think just because you know, people ask me, oh, what's that lemur thing, you know, that I might be talking about or telling them about. And, you know, it's different to social media. Okay, it's like your Facebook or your Instagram, both of which I'm not on anymore because I got sort of fed up with them. And I think lemur is, you know, back to the less is more thing. It's not about trying to post your best version of your life filtered life and you know I'm having such a great time I'm living this perfect it's 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 social media without the ego mm-hmm. right? so it's so hard to edit your voice and filter your voice to try and present an artificial or you know curated image of yourself and it's you know it's not about the comparison thing what you know comparison is the thief of joy you know you go to you're not in lemur to compare yourself to mm. this other contributor or your peers or people who you you're there to either educate yourself or just to connect and listen to human voice which as a sort of a comforting thing or a you know yeah an education to learn. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what i'm saying yeah so it's it's a totally different way of consuming social media I think no you're, you're, you're on the money yeah you are on the money and that that ties into another reason why podcasts are exploding mm-hmm. and you know as well as technology the obvious ones you know technology and the awareness but things such as the social environment mm-hmm. the world we live in today mm-hmm. which has drastically changed because of social mm-hmm. media mm-hmm. you know there's positives but there's a lot of negatives tied in with that as well uh, the political environment we're in mm. which is tied to the social media environment exactly. which has led that and uh, you know the traditional media which are feeling the pinch now have I feel lost the most important thing involved in sales which I'll ask that question you know I feel is the most important thing in sales understanding trust. your customer ah there we go well done trust trust mm-hmm better salesperson than I am <laughs> and the uh, first person who's got that actually mm. well done um, never guess I'm in sales <laughs> yeah and, and they've lost that people don't trust fake news as mm. our good friend Donald Trump yeah. uh, would say President Trump uh, was back the office but uh, it, it's and, and this is they've lost the trust there so they're, they're looking for alternative forms of information but you're so there's no trust in Instagram or there's no trust in you know if you're following uh, someone who has you know a mass an influencer how can you trust an influencer well it's you don't trust them you buy into their lifestyle you buy into their brand so but you do trust them then yeah, yeah but that's that's a, a fake lifestyle or a fake brand you know well, well it's all it's fake a, but it's, it's a motive with, yeah the, the problem with the, the, the twitter and the instagram is it's 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 so short mm. short form content can't really get to know a person mm. from an mm. image or whatever characters it is in Twitter or anything like that. Whereas with the podcasting side of stuff and audio, so, so people are looking for that alternative form of media. So they go down that rabbit hole and they discover podcasts and they go and they start listening to someone. I'll use Joe Rogan for an example. Yeah. Because if you don't know who Joe Rogan is, guys, listen to him. He's one of the biggest and best podcasters in the world. Most and successful, I'd yeah, say, at this stage. Yeah. Hundreds of millions of downloads mm. an episode, you know? Yeah. But he um, basically, so you, you, you find John Rogan, right? And you start listening to this Joe Rogan guy and you go, 
geez, I like the sound of this guy. Mm. I'm going to keep listening to him. So when you keep listening to him, you build up a relationship with him. Yeah. And you build a relationship with someone and you become friends with that person. Yeah. yeah. And when you become friends with someone, you trust them. But, and I think voice is you're able to develop a deeper relationship and trust rather than just well, I know it's voice and video Instagram video stories but, but it's a difference I think the video the actual image is more distracting than it, it does and, and you can absorb and this is another when I was talking to someone this is the power of the mind mm. uh, with video as you said less is less is le- more less it's is more. A, the imagination when, when you read a book yeah your mind creates the image for you Mm. when you watch a video you don't have to do that yeah, it's lazy it's lazy yes yeah. it's lazy yeah. consumption and voices like that as well yeah and what I was going to say there what you were talking about earlier Shane you listen to podcasts while you're doing other things so it's a mm. constant companion for people who are into it it's always there they tend to listen to podcasts mm. more than they would listen to music so you have this trusting voice that you listen to on a regular basis on your daily commute you have a special podcast that's on once a week that you listen to like I said when doing the yarning or you're going to the gym and that's yeah, where you build a trust what we see comes out once a month once a month there you go well, you know well, you've got loads of friends now you don't even realise you have friends <laughs> so you go Connor how's it going man it's yeah. like uh, do I know you <laughs> yeah exactly and that's, that's how yeah. it is and, and for anyone listening in the UK in particular if you want to understand the phenomenon of what, how that works with a podcaster, it's the Perry Wogan effect. Yeah. The nation's friend. Mm. That's what it is. Yeah. And if Terry back in the day, this is from the marketing perspective, I'd have said, guys, I've driven a Mercedes my whole life. Best car ever. And I'd advise anyone to get a Mercedes. Yeah. People are like, Jesus, Terry likes Mercedes. He wouldn't lie to me. Oh, I'm going to buy a Mercedes. Yeah. So that that's another reason for... so An Irishman? Yes, he is. Mm. Uh, have you seen the statue they, they erected to him on Limerick? Did no, I haven't seen it. It's, it's, it's like something out of Father's head. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to disrespect the artist who made it, but Jesus. <laughs> but um, he would have laughed at it, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, so you have that, you have that relationship. And so but then how then how does that? Sorry to cut you out there. Then you've built the deeper trusting relationship. Now you want to sell it. Yes, well, you see... That's a funny way of saying it. It's not that you want to sell it. Mm. In order to maintain it as a full-time job, if that's what you're going to do, you need to monetize it. Monetize it, exactly. Mm. And this ties into, again, another industry that's booming and has exploded in the last couple of years. is crowdfunding. Yeah. And essentially, crowdfunding works because, in its essence, people do like to help people. Yeah. And if they feel a connection with someone, they like what they're doing. They say, "Jeez, I want to support them." Throw, yeah. throw hundred quid into that, yeah. Towards yeah. Them. And 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 this is the t- difference to see between podcasting and why it would be more difficult. Uh, but if you use Lemur, a lot easier to do it for corporations. Mm. To so your CNN, you have your Fox, you have your Channel Four, BBC, whoever it is. Um, it's very difficult, almost impossible, for an individual to relate to words on the wall, a mm. corporation. Mm. Um, whereas they can relate to an individual. I can relate to Joe Rogan. Mm. Good self That's what, exactly uh, what we're trying to do yeah, here. And, yeah, and I can relate to them. And um, uh, where am I going? I'm losing my train of thought here. Uh, relating to the person uh, makes it far easier to... Uh, I've lost track. What's the question again on, on that? Talking about monetizing. Oh, the monetization, yeah. So, um, the, uh, 
what that person does is I said the trust trust is a is a big thing. So you relate to that person, you build a relationship with the individual mm. and this offers an opportunity for CNN or Fox. They can become an individual because you get someone to represent your com- company. Yeah. Yeah. So So you're putting a trusted face and name to be not the face of the business, but a face of the business mm. that people a like. Voice. A voice. Mm. And I'll give you a great example in the UK again. One of them would be Graham Norton on BBC. Mm. Yeah. You know, everyone loves, he's, you know, he's modern Terry Wogan in terms of TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, that's, that's no what voice and podcasting can offer and, and that opportunity. And I said the, uh, the, 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 how you monetize it, people want to support that person then. And yeah. they know, everyone knows mm. there's a tax. Yeah. I'll give you an example, right? So there's a podcast I love called The High Low. It's two English girls talking about current affairs. And anytime they do a weekly podcast, anytime something comes up in the news that I find interesting or that's kind of zeitgeisty or I think, you know, has a spin to it, I always hope that they speak about it. I want to hear what they have to say about it. And I don't always agree with them, but I respect what they say, even if it's not Mm. what I think. A lot of the times it is. But again, it's that trust. I trust what they say. I trust that they do their research. I trust what they, you know, what their opinions would be on it. And I'm not the only person who listens to it. All of my girlfriends listen to it. And then we all talk about what they talked about. And we all share it, you know? And and that ties into like the the crowdfunding. That was the point I was getting to with them. If they turn around and say, listen, guys, we love bringing this show every week. We'd love to do it full time, but we need your support to do it. Yeah. Can you support us by uh, donating. Buy, donating or buying from our sponsors? Or I would whatever. absolutely pay. But that's put I'd Patreon. be happier to pay them than to pay a sponsor now. Yeah. You know, yeah, patronize, yeah. Pa- patronize. Well, <laughs> Patreon. In, in yeah. the pure sense of the yeah. word, yeah. be a patron. Yeah. But that's you know? what Patreon is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. That's how um, Charlotte Regan on Irishman Abroad, doesn't he? That's how he monetizes yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. that'll give you an indication of the kind of direction we may be going down the line. Very interesting. So uh, we. That's that's what's a, a great thing about it. Uh, but the other thing that you have then is all the data that you're collecting from people creating this, content, this, yeah. li- consuming the content, uh, just listening, not even contributing, but just people who are downloading and observing or listening as in the background. And you know, all that data then has a value that you can sell to corporations who say, okay, I want to, as we were talking about beforehand, if you go to Podcast X, the biggest, go to, as you said, that the high-low, they might have stats on their weekly downloads. They'll have stats on their weekly downloads. They'll know where their listeners are geographically, but they won't, and they'll know, okay, this podcast was more successful than that podcast. But I don't but know. I don't think I, they'll know what the spike or what the drop-off rate or anything like that was. I think the podcast, yeah, it's hard to capture it's, that it's sort of thing. It's very difficult, and that comes down to the second problem, which Lemur is solving, is, uh, you know, so in however long the podcast industry is on the go it's you know 2003 as we mentioned earlier on mm. when apple adopted them as a podcast when mm. it was on the ipod um in that uh you know what is it 16 yeah whatever 16 the, years you, you see, yeah um they have never been able to solve the problem of the metrics and the analytics mm. they never defined the industry what is a podcast yeah you know, is it 10 minutes 20 minutes an hour mm. And the other thing is the downloads. What is a download? Is it one percent listened to, fifty percent listened to, one hundred percent listened to? And the reason they can't do that is where do you share podcasts? Mm. Everywhere. 
Mm. Everywhere has a different metric, has a different analytic, and they don't share often what their metrics and analytics are. Yeah. Okay. So what I've done with Lima is I've centralized it. So you know exactly what you're getting. Mm. So uh, you're engaging. And I said those, and that's why it's very difficult people to for people to monetize their content is because of those issues. They go to a sponsor, yes, especially when you're small. If you're big and you've got a million followers on, or a hundred million followers, or whatever, it's not an issue. Yeah, people but be thrown at it, you. Yeah. yeah, but if if you're uh, someone small who, who wants uh, to do podcasts and would like to grow it, it's very difficult um, to 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 get those metrics. Uh, almost impossible. Whereas we'll offer that to them. Yeah. And that's why you know people often say like w- you know give me a quick insight into what you're doing. I said one quick way of understanding Lemur is you know where YouTube was ten years ago for video, we are now for voice. For yeah. voice, yeah. What YouTube did for video makers, we will do for podcasters and audio, yeah. and social audio, which is obviously the shorter version, the easier to consume content. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually think that's a good thing. So I know we spoke about it before, but you explain that to the listeners: the difference between social audio and a podcast. Yes, so the social audio ties very much into, in, in the name, is the more social aspect of it. Like you said there about that podcast you listen to, those girls, said, I'd love them to talk about that. Mm. Believe me, you know, you can just ask them. Yeah, exactly. So I'd love for you guys to talk to and then they can engage instantly with you. Yeah. And that's what, like, Twitter, mm. why it was so revolutionary, why people loved it, because you could reach out to your your, your Celebrity, and yeah, talk yeah, to them and yeah. they could get really... Like, I got a... A like back off Ricky Gervais uh, oh about two months gosh. ago. I was like, oh my god, you know, I was imagining what was the tweet? Uh, I retweeted one of his and I added some text on the top of it or something. I got five likes on it, and one was Ricky. And I was like, Jesus, you know, yeah, 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 it's a good day today, yeah, a good day today. And yeah. but imagine he was, thanks, mate. If yeah. he had it, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. terrible impression yeah. Of, of, of Ricky yeah. there, but Lemur offers that. Mm. Like Lemur will be the closest you'll ever get to having Ricky's phone number. Mm. Yeah. There's no chance he'll reply. You know, there's no chance he pick up the phone even if you had your, his number. But mm. there is that chance of that having that mm. communication there with him, which is just brings it to another level. And then the type of content you can create with Lemur. So as I said, the definition of of what a podcast is, no one has done that. We will do that mm. because we'll have the metrics to be able to show it. So we'll be able to say in a year's time. In, Hundred million mm. followers or users on Lima, whatever the case may be, that yeah, on average, in 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 one session, a user listens to twenty minutes. There you go. Yeah. The podcast and and the same goes with social audio is another um, definition within that. And social audio, even from our own metrics, now already we've been able to define that three minutes or less. Three minutes or less. Yeah. As you said, yeah. you're you're writing the language or the bible. Yes. For because it has for social audio it doesn't social, exist. Yeah. So we are writing the language, and three minutes is long enough to get that in-depth content in. Because three minutes is actually a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can speak 150 words a minute, I believe, mm. and write only 40. So yeah. and passion, wow. emotion, context, all this stuff comes across yeah. when you speak, which is lost in Completely translation, lost, yeah. in text and image. So yeah. three minutes or less, you can get that information, but it's short enough to consume. Yeah. Mm. And, and then that ties into something like there's an example uh, one of our users on Lemur No Malone Radio um, he's an American guy he loves movies and what, how he is it's very interesting to see how people use the platform you know mm. how he uses social audio is he goes on and he goes right guys we're going to watch Star Wars The Last Jedi, Jedi at 7 o'clock on Thursday come back here and we'll review it together at the same time very interesting so it's a community based it's a community thing yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. He, he I think that it was 
30 seconds, the cast. We call them casts on the yeah. you know, so mm. the cast was 30 seconds. There was 11 listens. There was 370 comments, voice comments. So that's... The engagement is through the roof. Yeah. Engagement. And that shows the power of... The, the comments was more powerful than the actual original cast. That's yeah. social audio. Yeah. That's the power. And last year um, was the first year where backlinking was overtaken by engagement as the most powerful form of marketing backlinking back you know you put click this link and go back my way so you write a blog there's a link click the link yeah as opposed to engaging with the customer okay what better way to engage than speak with them mm. you know so and, and go back to your original point the more stats in terms of the growth of voice like um mm. uh like on google search like uh, well we're in 2019 but i think it's the end of 2017 that's uh, 25% of all search on Google is voice search you know yeah, yeah. And, then and that's 2017 uh, yeah, so yeah. it's just we are in that era now I think honestly believe you're on the cusp of it yeah. like even I'm sure you've heard BBC Sounds yes so yeah. you know they did a massive market research project where they looked at what the next generation is going to listen to and mm. how they're going to listen to it and in order for them to maintain their user base which is growing older not listening to podcasts the next one is all podcast based yes. mm. so instead of making it you know BBC um, podcast A podcast B it's all on BBC Sounds which is one app and you do all your filtering all your searching and that's where all of the traffic has been driven yeah and that, that ties into then as we touched on the, the third problem the third major problem mm. that we solve for podcasting is one that they don't even realise they have yet yeah. is interaction yeah. Yeah. yeah so and and and, um, and, and the that's probably a fourth one as well the, the, the search but the interaction yeah that is that's everything you know and this is the thing um when i'm reaching out to, to, to new people to come on as potential ambassadors and work with us uh, moving forward to create awareness and that i generally uh focus on people who haven't started a podcast yet mm. because um they're kind of setting their ways of I yeah. call it traditional podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, this is how you podcast, and I'm like that's how you used to podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, it'll, you can still do that with Lemur because you can still record off, as you know, you record off and you can back upload that to your yeah. your profile anyway. So we're not stopping people; we're just involving it. Um, and um, like uh, I, I was talking to um, I won't mention any names, but he's 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 a, an MMA coach, and. He was he was trying to understand well, what's the difference between you know traditional podcasting and a social. Yeah. I said, well, in MMA terms, traditional podcasting is karate, and social audio is MMA. It's everything. Yeah. It's everything. Yeah. You know, uh, you don't stop doing karate to do social audio, mm. but you apply it and add it to the to the mix. Yeah. So the repertoire. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's where we are uh, with that one. So I think that's a really good, detailed, in depth explanation of what social audio is, what problems it solves in the audio, social audio, podcasting industry or platform. And ultimately, you're getting into, you're going to be in the marketing industry. Yeah, we're, we're in, ultimately, to begin with content, content creation, mm. and then to drive that is the marketing. I, I said there's so many different, I won't go into all our trade secrets of where we're going, but mm. we've, We've, uh, but the grand vision is it a marketing platform? You know, is that where the it's the grand it's vision? Is, this is gas. There's a guy I'm working with. Uh, again, I can't name him yet. Okay. I'm hoping to, but he is one of the top guys in traditional publishing in Italy. And he came in and he, we had a, a brilliant meeting and he said, uh, 
you know ultimately to succeed in any business you, you have to have that final destination you need to know your vision mm. what is Liam you know what is it you want to be like with me when I was a rugby player I wanted to play for Ireland mm. that was my ultimate goal now how do I get there mm. and a lot of that people, was mine too yeah. never happened yeah, well, well, that's the same boat, <laughs> doesn't right? matter things pivot things <laughs> change you, you yeah. visions can adapt visions uh, can change so like the a lot of people have a great idea but they don't know what their vision is so yeah. like and he did it there's this graph you can look it up uh, I can't think of it so you have your um, what's it called it's, it's effort sorry effort effort and time mm. graph and visions at the top and ideas at the bottom mm. and a lot of people make the mistake of they have this great idea at the bottom yeah. start going up the graphs put in great effort and they, uh, expending time into it but they don't know what their their uh, objectives and goals are so yeah. they just go back to the beginning again yeah, yeah. and they don't because they don't know where they're going and mm. I'm lucky I know exactly where I'm going and ultimately Lemur is going to be the world's number one audio platform audio platform so audio platform which is broad could it is broad yeah but like you look at your could peers. be music as well there you go mm-hmm. so you, you look at you know your, your, your well funny enough I have um, uh, I mean Teddy Rose is a guy I've just through a mutual friend, uh, he's a DJ based in LA. He reached out to me, and he's not coming. He's about fifty thousand uh, Instagram followers, kind of like a David Guetta style of music. Mm. And he's coming on a European tour, and we're hopefully going to meet when he comes over. And his thing is music. He's about twenty six or seven, I think. Mm. And his fan base is that younger fan fan base that you were saying. And he said they're all in. The, what he loves about it is he doesn't need to do the full length podcast. Yeah. yeah, he can just keep it updated with his music, but also release his music. Yeah, exactly. You know, like we've a big plan is uh, of of what we can do in the music side of stuff. But another one, then of course, is audiobooks. Yeah, you know, exactly. Connor, when you release your book, you know, or that. Yeah, you can. Yeah, well, I was even thinking plays. You know, um, the archers. Of, well, I do love the archers. Yeah, <laughs> and this is this is the thing about voice and audio. It's mm-hmm. it's a platform for you to do what you want to do. Exactly. Through voice. Yeah. You know, and making it easy, and and that's ultimately and you know one very important thing about voice is it saves you time and that's it you know like how long would it take you to write a play versus uh, read it out you know so like well, if we were to write down this conversation how long would we be oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know I mean? but also if you're thinking about a whatsapp group right just to bring it down to layman's terms if I open my whatsapp and I have 50 updates or 50 notifications from one group if I can listen to all of them with my earphones in while I'm walking home and have a little giggle Mm. you know it's so much more interesting and engaging than walking with my head in my phone reading mm. bumping into people mm. you know that to me is like and I do that like I said with my friends it's funny to see what in five years what it will be yeah. in less than five less than yeah. five in less than five we'll be doing this on top of a skyscraper in Vegas in somewhere Lemur yeah. Towers oh, yeah, yeah. Lemur Towers, Towers yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have to believe it to achieve it yeah I have one Why last not? question for you so anybody who's new to social podcasting or social audio. social audio, what tips would you give them? Tips? Tips or how to approach it, you know, what to think about when you're doing it. Um, very similar to business. Uh, jump off the cliff and build your plane on the way down. Okay. Just literally get in and dive in. It is scary. And just start. Yeah, it is scary. It, but you build, but mm. it, this is this is something you build confidence quite quickly. You do, yeah, yeah. And, and, and this, is, this is this is this is thing something that think about your voice. People, you know, video. Let's say people aren't trained in how to appear in video. That 
it's a skill, you mm. know, and, and people are very self-conscious about mm. it and stuff like that. But when it comes to talking and speaking, if you're speaking on a telephone since you're a child, mm. it's the same difference. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what else as well? This is something I'd heard on the Hilo, the two girls discussing it before. And for the listener's sake, we're talking a little bit about the female market and, mm. you know, kind of social um, listening before we started. But something that's important from a female perspective, right? There's so many requirements for a woman to be on film. Okay, there's so many, and it's not the same for men. There's so many kind of standards that we need to hit in order to be accepted on film. All of that goes away with audio. Mm. Your, your voice, your thoughts, your intellect, mm. your ability to talk, your ability to engage, that's all that matters. Yeah. And that's so it's democracy. Democracy. It is, definitely. And that's, that comes back to that uh, visualisation, to know in your mm. own head. You know when you hear someone, just, she sounded really attractive. You know, the mm. voice, it just in your own mind uh, starts. Like the reading, you build a picture build of somebody, picture, but you're yeah. building it based on what they're saying, what their thoughts are, yeah. rather than what they look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, mm. and that's what's really, really powerful about it. So yeah, definitely, it's a case of... You know, when people sign up to Lemur, you can download the app mm. for free on iOS or uh, Android. Now, just recently, we had our full launch in September, so it's accessible to everyone now. Uh, or you can get it, you know, on the Lemur website, lemur.ie, to get more information there or all our existing social media. You literally download it, you set up a profile similar to Instagram or Twitter, mm. create a following similar to Instagram, and they are essentially your listeners. Mm. And you can follow them back, hit record, you don't have to record you can consume content by listening yeah. to other people yeah. you can yeah. engage your first voice interaction social interaction can be a literally comment. a comment yeah. a voice comment that's mine was it yeah. 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 yeah that's right so you can yeah. dip your toe in you can and dip your toe in yeah. and that's what I've seen it's people come on they leave a text comment mm-hmm. then they leave a voice comment mm-hmm. then they create a cast Yeah. and there's people there who says oh I've been on Lima for the last six months and I'm only getting around to doing yeah, it now but I was yeah. brave enough to do it and yeah. that's brilliant to hear Yeah. it takes time some people are you know more uh, ballsy ballsy yeah. or courageous or whatever the case may be for and then other people it takes time but, but again the reason they're listening to people so they build a relationship up with them and they feel comfortable even though they've never met these people Yeah. Mm. so they feel oh these people won't judge me or they won't so mm. I'll go in and I'll, I'll talk to them yeah. and their group and that's what's great about it as well. And of course, we have you know the, the ability to direct message to people as well. Mm. In private groups. And yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's and it's only going from strength oh, to strength. Only, uh, like, as I said, it's, it's uh, tip of the iceberg. Mixed martial arts um, uh, metaphor. We're a white belt at the moment in terms of technology yeah. where we're going. We're getting towards. We're building towards that black belt with the red stripes on it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Need to get you a few more metaphors. Need yeah. to move away from this MMA. <laughs> Yeah, movies. Yeah, movies. Yeah. Uh, go, go for that Oscar. You know? go for exactly. That, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Well, look, Shane, I think that's a brilliant overview and, you know, outlook and vision into the future, Lemur, and I think the listeners... I think it's very exciting. Is, yeah, yeah, it is so exciting because this is, you know, if you we look back at this conversation in two, three years' time, what will Lemur be? It could, could be something totally... It'll, it will be something totally different to what it is today, I imagine. It, it'll be bringing in the cash there'll be people paying for God knows what on it you'll be consuming it, ev- anything and everything on it and it's it's massively exciting so I there's a, there are a couple other things I want to talk about but I think yeah. I, I, can we knock this conversation cut it there and then oh, use another 
show or another sort of segment to keep the conversation yeah, going. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah. Okay, well, look. We'll Thank you very much. Thanks very oh, much, Shane. We'll, we'll finish yeah. that one up there and I think we'll leave Everybody it. download Lemur. Yeah, well, that's it, yeah. yeah. If anyone has any questions, you can talk to me straight away on Lemur. And one thing, just spell it for the listeners as well. Yes, it's this is an acronym for less is more, so mm-hmm. L-I-M-O-R or Lemur. Mm. Yeah, perfect. So there you go, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Shane. Thanks, Shane.